This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Sarah Card, Head of Delivery and Risk at Marcus by Goldman Sachs, to discuss the tactics scammers use to entice people to part with their money, how to spot fraud, and the common mistakes that can lead you to being a target for fraudsters. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. Thanks for having me, Clayton. You're most welcome. Fraudsters, it's becoming a real problem, isn't it? Oh, financial fraud is a huge issue. Um, and as an online bank, Marcus by Goldman Sachs, you know, we feel we have a responsibility to raise awareness of the techniques that fraudsters use to help people stay safe. So as part of our campaign, we've carried out some new research and, and found that people are falling to pressure tactics. Fraudsters do use these pressure tactics, putting time pressure to create a sense of urgency with people, pretending to be a voice of authority, or, or often just offering something that's too good to be true. We've had some recent research here, which is quite interesting. And I'll just read out one of the things that have come across our desk here. Was it a fifth of people aged 18 to 34 are saying that they've been a victim of financial fraud at least once? The research was very interesting. It found that the younger generation were possibly more susceptible to pressure tactics. One in five people said they struggled to think clearly when they were under pressure. But what was very interesting about the research as well, Clayton, is that over half the people in the same audience, so the the younger people in the 18 to 34 bracket, also felt that they were too technologically savvy to be scammed as well. And I think that's an important thing that we want to sort of draw on in terms of this research. Increasingly, fraudsters can be hard to detect. Um, And that's part of the reason that, you know, we've joined forces with Jason Fox. He's a special forces sergeant. He's got a wealth of experience in dealing with high pressure scenarios. So he's the ideal person to provide advice on how to keep calm under pressure. Why are people under 34 more at risk from fraud? Because it would think that in a technological world, they would be maybe more with it. Certainly younger people are more active in an online capacity. They're more active in posting their personal details online through social media and various different outlooks, which does tend to make them a target for fraudsters who can socially engineer their details. I think it's also important to sort of make out as well in the research, it told us that those under 34s also felt that they were too technologically savvy to be defrauded as well. So that's a really important point to point out there that it's important that that certainly in my experience, I've been doing this for 20 odd years. And, you know, one thing I do know is that fraudsters don't discriminate. It doesn't matter how old you are. I think it's clear that, you know, they don't necessarily target younger people. It's important that everybody stays vigilant and tries to keep calm under pressure. Isn't it really much as far as fraudsters are concerned? It's really a numbers game for them, isn't it really? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's why this campaign and uh, and partnering with with Jason is really important. What we want to help people do, and certainly your podcast listeners, is to recognise the signs of when something doesn't quite feel right, is to first of all stop take five and try and stay stay calm. We know that when you're under pressure, when there's a sense of urgency or alarm, sometimes we don't make the right decisions. So, you know, we want to sort of get that across to people that if it's a genuine organisation, they will allow you that time to um, put the phone down and go and do your own research without feeling under pressure to provide your details or send money to someone who may not be quite who you think they are. The threat 
of fraudsters and being scammed doesn't necessarily just apply to individuals, whether older or younger. It also applies to businesses. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, fraud, as I mentioned before, doesn't discriminate. And I think, you know, as technology has advanced greatly in the last sort of five, 10 years, banking and, and financial services and all areas actually where you, you share your financial information has become a lot more secure. So what that means is fraudsters are having to deploy new tactics in order to scam people out of their money. And more often than not, what they're trying to do is send you an email, send you a, a text or call you and try and catch you off guard by pretending to be someone that they're not. Do you feel that the old adage that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true? Yeah, definitely. And what, what I would say to, to your listeners is, you know, give yourself a moment. If you've got somebody on the line who's promising you, you know, a fantastic deal in terms of securing your money, particularly, you know, we see certainly with the research that, you know, fraudsters are exploiting things like cost of living. So often people can be tempted into putting their savings in, into what might appear to be a higher rate than the normal banks and high street banks are offering. I would say do your research, give yourself a moment, you know, don't feel like you've got to send your money there and then. And I think one of the things that we find with these fraudsters is they will create a sense of urgency with you. You have to you have to sign up today. This offer is only on today. When you hear things like that, that should install a degree of alarm with you to think, actually, is this what I think? Is this really something that I should be going into? We don't necessarily cover this topic on podcast radio business, but also romance fraud, yes. which is a massive, massive area, is it not? Absolutely. I mean, we're seeing increases in all areas of fraud, particularly online fraud and what we call authorised push payment fraud. So that's where people are duped into sending money to somebody who they think is genuine. So that might be a builder, a solicitor or something. And it turns out that it's not who they thought it was. But as you say, romance fraud is increasingly coming, coming through as well. And that's where uh, fraudsters are approaching people in order to build that sense of security with somebody before then asking them to part with their money. So people should be on their guard for that type of thing as well. The idea of somebody ringing you up that you don't know or you don't have a relationship with should really instantly put you on your guard. Absolutely. I mean, what, what I would say as part of the campaign, you, your podcast listeners can can find out more on our website, uh, marcus.co.uk forward slash fraud awareness. But if I was to give you, you know, three top tips, it's give yourself a moment, stay rational and do your own research. Don't feel rushed into, into doing things. We say take five. And I think that's a really important piece of advice for people. If it's a genuine organisation, they will allow you the time to investigate them properly. And I also notice as well, with a lot of these cases, a lot of people who seem to suffer from fraud don't necessarily intimate their concerns to somebody outside that they know. There seems to be a lack of that because of the pressure that's applied. You know, as part of our campaign with Jason, you know, we say that fraudsters, the enemy wears camouflage. And I think the same is to be said for fraudsters as well. They they can be very convincing. They can be very suave. They can be very sophisticated and they can appear very knowledgeable, which lulls people into a full sense of security as well. And they may feel that actually this person does feel like they know what they're talking about. Or often there's an emotional side to being scammed 
hand as well. People may feel it's difficult to, to talk to people. But one of the things we are saying to people is a great piece of advice is work in a team, you know, stay rational about it and do seek advice from others. Does this feel about right to you? Exactly. And I think that's extremely powerful because if you've got your friend at the pub or the nail salon or wherever it is that you go and you mention it and you trust that person's advice, then there is something to be said for that because it it can help you get out of a very sticky situation. Yes, absolutely. If I, all I could say to people, if they take away one piece of advice today, it's stop and take five and look out for those impersonators. And we all know that you can make a snap decision when you're under pressure, take yourself out of that situation to allow yourself to be calmer, and then you will make the right rational decision. What other initiatives are Marcus by Goldman Sachs getting involved with in, in terms of, of fraud? From our perspective, there's a lot of things that we do. We work across the industry with a lot of our counterparties to help increase the technology across our products, to help improve the security of our products as well. That's hugely important to us. But I think what we're finding through this research is the most important thing that we can do is actually educate people to spot these frauds when they come along, to spot these these scams, because we can do everything possible to make our accounts very, very secure. But unfortunately, if somebody is scammed into opening the door for those fraudsters, it is then very difficult for any bank or um, any business to be able to stop those things. So where can we find out more information about what uh, Marcus by Goldman Sachs is doing? So I would say go onto our website, marcus.co.uk forward slash fraud awareness. Um, you'll see lots of tips and advice and you'll also be able to see our video as well with Jason Fox, who um, is giving some great advice and it gives some scenarios there in terms of the sorts of fraud tips that you'll see and how often people can be interrupted, as we mentioned earlier, by a text or, or a phone call and how to actually stop and take a moment when you get that phone call. It's very, very important. Well, thank you, Sarah Card, Head of Delivery and Risk at Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business. Thank you, Clayton. Thanks for having me. You are most welcome.